Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast. I am your host, Blazik, aka Sober Guy Journal. And I'm Julia, also known as That One Sober Friend on TikTok. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change anything except to feel more emotionally slow down. Life's a merry go round. Things ain't merry when you're going through the motions, fulfillment, lies, and emotions. So why we're trying to be better. We're trying to be better about it too. It's like the look good, feel good, work good. I am like such a firm believer in look good, feel good. Um, and yeah. working from home, it's very easy to slip out of that and yeah. to not get out of your pajamas until 4 p.m. So I've been trying to, um fix that bad habit of mine yeah no I get it and like even just wearing pants versus like basketball shorts for me is big if I'm at home like just like oh even if it's just changing from like my sleeping sweats into like my (laughs) day sweats your working sweats (laughs) my working sweats your your productive sweats (laughs) yeah like as long as there's some type of change happening and it's not me literally rolling out of bed that's a success in my eyes yeah yeah i mean work from home is a challenge so like brushing my teeth sometimes it'll be like 10 30 and like i'll brush my teeth for a second time because i need like that fresh like i need to like reset my clock (laughs) yeah there was a moment there where like i was kind of um working from bed for the first like hour of my day only an hour i've done that for like till noon Oh, I'm sure I've done it m- more t- before I quit drinking, but now it's usually just an hour if it, if it happens at all. Um, but yeah, what I've been doing now is my phone charges across the room there from me. So I have to get up to turn the alarm off. Yeah. And that is clutch because I feel like it just, yeah, it forces me to get the day started. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I just luck out that I have a dog just like he licks my face at five in the morning and it's like okay we're out the door like it's not gonna stop unless true, I- so true. It's- yeah it's easy. yeah sometimes it's my cat he will wake me up um sometimes he'll go to my mom and then my mom's the one that gets up and feeds him so wow it kind of just depends you're living right now co-parent yeah but that do- doesn't help with the whole me trying to break the bad habit thing true, um true. So we took last week off. We did. Which I hope that's okay with y'all. Um, we didn't we really didn't give you a choice. So <laughs> <laughs> no reason. We just needed a little break. Um, I feel like that's fine and warranted. Um, but because we didn't have last week's episode, um, I did want to bring up my plans that were from two weekends ago. Um, I was a bridesmaid in my best friend's wedding. And so this was the first time, this is not my first sober wedding, but it was the first time I was in the bridal party. It's the first time I was in the, in a bridal party period. And then also in addition to that, you know, doing that as a sober person. So that's a challenging one. It went really well. Yeah. I think it's go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, I was nervous. I mean, I feel like that's only understandable. Mm -hmm. Um, But to be honest, I was the first person on the dance floor, and I'm pretty sure I was the last person on the dance floor. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. 
<laughs> I think I just like, I was in a good mood. I had a great night of sleep the night before I got like a solid eight hours. Um, maybe it was even nine. I can't remember. Um, but I did all the things that I had to do to like take care of myself the mm -hmm. day before. And it's so funny. Cause like those little things can feel like annoying and monotonous and not very important, but I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Like I was, I had the energy for the day Yeah, and it ended up being such a blast. I'm glad you said that. Cause what I was going to say is I was like, when I said that those can be challenging, I was like, I was about to say, well, not the wedding, but the weekend, because like people mm -hmm. are going out late the night before and they're, they're doing that type of stuff. Um, the wedding, I feel like is pretty easy to be sober at, but um, the, the, I did do the, the classic Irish goodbye on Friday night. Yep. Got I it. said goodbye to the bride. Of course I said goodbye to the bride. Um, Cause she's my bestie and it was her freaking wedding. So I let her know that I was heading out from like the, the cocktail hour um, the night before, but it was so lovely. Cause I, I had that time to, I was like sharing a hotel room with some friends. And so I had that time to like have the room to myself, take a shower, blow dry my hair, just like take my time before bed, um, fell asleep. And um, when my friends came home from going out, I did wake up for a moment, but I immediately went back to sleep. So it wasn't even a big thing, but um, yeah. Awesome. Just, like set myself Check up this. for success. That's like, a bucket, that's like a bucket list item for the sobriety. Now I don't have to be nervous for the next time because I've been there, done that, you know? Did I tell you my first one was like on day 10? Was it really? I was just like, I, I was like a half, because like all my friends got married. I was in like four weddings in one year. So like, I was like, there's no end in sight here. So like, I got to draw the line at some point. Um, right. It was funny. We were like on a party bus and everyone on the in the bridal party um is that what they call it the bridal party yeah. yeah they were like you would chug and then they would chant your name like you know whatever but then I, when I do remember me, you saying this yeah threw me a water or like I I forget what it was it was like either like a like a chunk of ice or a water bottle I don't remember what it was <laughs> but they were like chanting my name as I so like everyone was all for it but yeah yeah like, you felt they, included yeah but also didn't really want to chug water. I can't. <laughs> this is true. I brought my own NA options because I drove um, from Illinois to Ohio. Um, so I had, you know, the space in my trunk to bring as much stuff as I wanted to. Yeah. Um, so which was really nice because the the shape of a can of crisp and crude is basically looks like a white claw. Mm -hmm. Um. So I had that in hand the whole time in like all the um, dancing videos that my friends have from the wedding night. Mm -hmm. Like if you pay attention, you can see it's a crisp and crude can. Right. But if you just saw me in like a group of people with everybody else, you would think no, no different. That's like from... a pro, a pro Anacon, right? Because like I, I don't know if you saw that like VHS video I posted last month but there's like one where I'm holding up like a St. Pauli and I'm like but I'm like I wonder if people think that this point they're like oh Blazik's off the wagon <laughs> there's a video of me doing 
the soldier boy and my friend is holding a white claw right next to me and I was like yeah I hope people are like zooming in to the video so you can see like it's not the same type of can almost want to put, almost want to put like a disclaimer like when you post it like hey just so everybody knows yeah exactly yeah I was like that's a Moscow mule I'm doing yeah. air quotes it's not not the real thing um that one is by the way so good because it's I love when and I know some people don't like this I love when drinks are a little spicy oh really there's just something about it that feels adult I guess <laughs> it's to a me, bite instead it's of giving you a bite right instead of a mocktail being overly sweet and it was it's so weird it was sweet but it had that spiciness to it especially like the aftertaste mm-hmm. and so yeah I just felt like I was you know doing the same thing as everybody else I just didn't feel crappy the next yeah. day so oh, which yeah. is good because I was well me and my other friend we split the drive because it was a solid like six hours which that's a really long time to be in a car yeah especially if you were hung over <laughs> oh I could not imagine I could not imagine I've been seeing a lot of hangovers lately now that it's like football season and um, mm-hmm. I'm just like going with my friends to like tailgates and I gotta be honest like I'm it I'm just like wow glad it's not me <laughs> even when they're drinking I'm just like Ugh. like you know they're chugging the vodka I'm like that's gonna hurt that's what I'm thinking too I was like that is going to hurt tomorrow and um I'm not gonna name names or anything like that but there were some people that I could tell they just weren't feeling their best on the wedding day Say um names. <laughs> I'm like Blazik I am not gonna name drop um because I will get a very unhappy text and I'm not <laughs> prepared for that um but yeah there are just some folks that like they went pretty hard on Friday night which like that's totally up to them it doesn't I my opinion doesn't doesn't matter it's just like when it came around time to like dance like I was fully ready you're ready whereas I don't know I could have appreciated maybe some more energy Mm -hmm. from the other folks in the room but it's also nice to have the everything you need right here and you're not like like I remember I used to be drunk and I'd be like I think two more drinks and I'm going to be ready for the Whereas when you're just sober, you're, you're, you gotta go. There's no more two. there's no one more drink. There's no two more drinks. Just And also for- my best friend chose the best DJ ever. The Love best him. DJ ever. He was like, um, just incorporating things like so perfectly. Like he was incorporating, um, old school, like hip hop like the background music but then like laying t swift mm-hmm. over it so we were getting our t swift fix without like forcing the crowd to listen yeah. to t swift do you know what i mean yeah like some dr um, ray with some t swift exactly yeah the lyrics on top were t swift yeah the bass was coming from dr dre exactly we love um it. so that was great and yeah, that was just like super helpful to get me in the mindset. And there was never, a, I mean, there were some slow songs and I went to this wedding by myself. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just me. I was just like attending with like my other girlfriends from high school. These are all like my, I say my friends from high school. These are my girlfriends from literally third, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. We've been in each other's lives for a long time. So 
it was just so nice to dance together again. And just like, there's eight of us. So I don't think that the eight of us had been together in the same room. And I don't even know how long it that's it's always been special that's years. Always special. And you get to bring like a new version of yourself and everyone's bringing a new version of themselves. And it's, it's like, you're all the, same, the other, but you're kind of not like you're, you're the same person that used to be, but you're, you're different. And I did get a couple of those comments of like, you're still you, but like, we can tell you're like, you're happier or like you feel better you're like about here. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I have a glow. Everyone always says like the sober glow and I yeah. don't really know what that means, but I appreciate it. Um, nonetheless. And that was another thing that I mentioned on the TikTok that I posted before the wedding weekend of like, speaking of look good, feel good. Like I knew my dress fit really well like I went out of my way to like get a trim on my hair before that just because it's little things like that that made me feel like I didn't need alcohol in order to feel confident going into that room you just you know created I mean? your own confidence right I just like changed the environment around me or just like things that are like in my control mm -hmm. um and that's just what works best for me now. And it's so crazy because like, I'm sure f four years ago, there's, I could have never imagined doing something like that completely yeah. sober. So, Is, but isn't that funny how literally everything in our day-to-day -day life right now, we couldn't imagine doing. Yeah. It's like, everything just seems harder if I was still drinking. Yeah. Or, or I just mean like when I was drinking, I could never imagine any of my life now because I would just be like, I don't know how I would be able to quit to be able to do that. True. Okay. I see what know. you're saying. Yeah. It wouldn't even be like the one scenario of like, Oh, well, I would just be like, why would I go to a wedding? So what would be the point of it? Like, I don't get mm -hmm. it. Um, yeah. So it was like, it's even deeper than that. It's, it was just a real fundamental, like philosophy of life. Like reprogramming. Yeah. Redefining what all of these things, all okay. of these events and you're just your lifestyle in general, mm -hmm. how different it looks now. A popular thing that I hear when listening to sobriety podcasts is not just going to weddings, but people being scared they want to quit drinking after their wedding. They'll they'll plan that in their head because they can't imagine their own wedding being mm. sober on their own wedding. So they'll mm. be they'll be like, "Well, I can't toast with no champagne," or you know, right. I was waiting for my wedding so I could get sober. And, and you know what's funny is I just listened to a TikTok of a woman explaining how alcohol like ruined her oh her wedding whole wedding like not even just the wedding day, but just like the whole wedding experience. Because like, even from the proposal day, like that day was blurry mm. for her into like dress shopping. That's also blurry into like her bachelorette weekend. Also blurry. It's just like everything was not as clear as it could have been. And she's, she's sober now and she has a decent amount of time under her belt. So like, 
that was going to happen anyways, you yeah. know, like down the line in her life. But um, it's just the timing. And that's a lot of money to pay to, to be <laughs> blurry. Oh my goodness. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane how much money, money to be blurry. Right. And just like the amount of time and like effort, how many people are involved to make a wedding happen. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to lie. Like I don't want a huge wedding. I would rather have an intimate mm -hmm. ceremony. Um, maybe have like a separate type reception thing where it'll, I'll be a little bit more open with the, with the invite list. Um, but yeah, it's like, if you want a wedding of even a hundred people, which like, it doesn't take much to get to that point. Right. hundred. Um, that is looking like 30 K that's 40 K I can't 50 K what well, you for know, one day. These, some of these venues are like 20 G's just for the venue. And oh, just the venue. Mm -hmm. If you're picking between like a band or a DJ, I know some of those bands are 10,000 for the night. Um, I mean, there are so many details that I did not even realize until the day of yeah the table placement like the uh the like i've oh gosh the word is escaping me like the little flower bouquet things that are all yeah. over the place and the catering the food itself the cake the treats that the people go home with yeah. um transportation just, you know just like the party bus to get from one venue to another i just feel like i'd rather spend money on like a really nice honeymoon or a down payment. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, let's spend money on nothing. <laughs> let's just save it. <laughs> let's just save it. Well, <laughs> well, it's just like to each their own, I guess. Um, uh, and that's where, uh, honestly, that's where marrying someone, that's like the a real true test, you know, like, do we agree on financials? <laughs> oh, true. Very true. Yeah, that is, that is a good little test there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, an extravagant wedding day would just put, I would just put way too much pressure and stress on myself for me to it like makes, justify. It makes sense if you that much 30K money. that you want it to be perfect. Like I get that thought process, mm -hmm. but also you don't want to, you know, I've been in a lot of weddings and I've seen people that totally let go that day. They're just like, it's okay. Like it is. And those are always the happy ones. The ones that are just detached from that, like how it's going to go. <laughs> Mm -hmm. they, they enjoy their wedding day but the ones that are like very you know want it this way and I get it like I get being in that mindset if you drop that money but stuff's gonna go wrong it's a very there's so many moving parts there, so there's something's parts. bound to go wrong yeah 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 which I like, granted at my best friend's wedding I didn't notice anything going wrong I felt like every I'm sure things didn't go like perfectly as planned but from my point of view everything was fabulous and great um there's other points I wanted to bring up today so I don't know if we can yeah segue on over so I know you're not on social media still right okay nice I posted a TikTok a couple days ago and I <laughs> I pissed some like people you started off. some shit you had, that you had that look on your face before you even said it you were like I posted a TikTok. <laughs> I had a 
thought that came to mind randomly and um yeah it definitely stirred the pot it didn't get um a super duper amount of views and you know what I'm okay with that because the feedback that I was getting as is was pretty intense <laughs> um but all I was saying is like are you familiar at all with skincare nah I mean like no I know that well, you just like a million the fact times. that skincare is a common topic of conversation these days yeah okay Lots of people, I'm not even going to just say girlies, I'm going to say lots of people be spending hundreds of thousands of, skincare is more, is known for being more expensive than makeup. Mm -hmm. Like if you want high quality skincare, it's probably going to be more expensive than like even your nicest makeup. And all I was saying is if you are on like a weekly schedule of going out every single weekend mm -hmm. um and when you do go out you drink you know to the point of like feeling the alcohol effects you know the next day you know you have at least a little bit of a hangover mm -hmm. like hangovers are your body telling you that you are dehydrated like your whole body is dehydrated that's why it hurts so bad <laughs> yeah because like your brain your all your major organs um, is basically screaming like, why did you dehydrate me so bad? Um, so I was just saying that I think it's funny that we will hyper fixate on these certain areas of, of life and of health and what health and wellness and self-care looks like. And a lot of the time, you know, people are putting on like, I know that, um, snail, mucus serum is like a huge thing on tiktok right now like girlies are putting snail mucus on their face because it's supposed to keep you young i'm just saying like we're really reaching you know we're yeah. we are desperate to do anything to stay looking plump and youthful and you know we're trying to stay young you know so i'm just confused why we think that that all is like good and dandy and makes sense. But then we're also okay with the, in my opinion, like more than occasional drinking of socializing with drinking every weekend. It's just like the magic pill. That's it's, that's all it is. You know what I mean? Like that metaphor for anything, like people don't want to work out to have to feel good they want to like whatever whatever the magic pill is i'm not that maybe is a bad example because then it makes it sound like an ssri but like just the magic pill in general whatever it is i want muscles give me the magic pill i would rather take that than work out i want to be smart give me the magic pill versus like studying it's so you're saying like the skincare is like the fast way Right. Or the easy route versus like, and it's like in reality, probably not drinking something that has zero nutritional value dehydrates your skin to all hell and ages you. Well, like people don't want to do that. Let's just replace skincare with anxiety. Like, you people don't want to like not drink to be not to to, to be less anxious. Mm. like it's the same thing you know what I mean true it's just hard to do so we don't 
we don't even want to consider it. It's like, I, I, I can speak from this point of view because my mind would just find the one article on Google that said mm -hmm. it didn't mess with your skin. I would be on page nine of Google. Like, come on, where is it? Where is it? Give me somebody the said something at some yeah. point. <laughs> Just like, give me the one thing to justify my actions. And that's probably it. I mean, on the there are influencers side, that I love and follow and have loved and followed for over a decade now. Mm -hmm. I probably started watching YouTube in 2013. Um, and they are, it's every single video, they are preaching the importance of sunscreen, of wearing SPF on your face. Like it is pushed down our throats as if it's the end all be all secret to staying young, specifically mm -hmm. when it comes to the major organ of like your skin. Um, but simultaneously, it's like these same influencers are, maybe they, maybe when they are posting, they're not over drinking, I would hope that that's not the case, but I don't know. People in their twenties that are drinking have a tendency to. Yeah. It may just hit close to home <laughs> like for people. And maybe they, maybe they honestly don't even feel like they have a problem with alcohol. So then they're just like, well, what the fuck? I can't even do skincare. Like I could see maybe that angle, but honestly, if you're drinking to the point where your skin's messed up, then <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like with the with the hyperfixation, like with the obsession portion of it, of like people are just so terrified to age. I just wish that either reducing your alcohol intake or the conversation of like not drinking at all yeah. was more normal so that it wasn't, you know, oh, you hear Julia doesn't drink. That must mean she had a problem with alcohol. It's like, why aren't we more so bringing in these topics of conversation of like, I bet no one is thinking like, oh, well, maybe she knows it's bad for her skin. And so she's not going to drink it. She's worried about early onset wrinkles. You know what <laughs> I mean? But no one's thinking about that right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it'll shift that way. Maybe not to like just skincare alone, but like, oh, I just want to feel good. I just want to be healthy. Um, mm -hmm. I even met a person this weekend and and she was like, oh, I'm, turning 28 this weekend and she was like um I've been I love the way she said it too she said I've been thinking about giving myself the gift of sobriety and she was oh, like, I love that yeah she was saying that she doesn't normally drink uh like crazy you know she'll drink once a week or whatever but she she was like I just noticed so much the next day how different that feels and but that but she's not like addicted or anything uh sure. So I was like, yeah, that's that's a cool way to word it that you're gonna gift mm -hmm. yourself sobriety. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And I'm glad that um I don't know. I just feel like it people can be coming from so many different reasons, backgrounds, yeah. whys that they're even considering this type of thing. So yeah, but nonetheless, definitely pissed off some people. Um, <laughs> like people were saying I, this one person made a comment that was like why eat, why work out if you could just not eat food? And I was like, but that doesn't make any sense. Cause if you don't <laughs> eat food, then you wouldn't have energy to work out. Yeah, that might be that. Um, see, we just got to be careful when we hit too, too close to home. Like I kind of did really want to stir the pot though. I just felt like I was due for one of those. 
So you knew, you knew. <laughs> Is Abby being toxic? I'm sorry. I was going to say she's in her toxic era. <laughs> mm. I, just every once in a while, I'm feeling spicy. You guys already know that about me. It's not all the time. It's just sometimes. Sometimes you got to stir the pot. You got you to gotta check people. I mean, it's good for, it's like me and my friends when we roast each other. It's like, if it stung that bad, there might be some truth you know, there might be some truth in there. Oh my God. Speaking of that, I've been listening to a new podcast. Well, new podcast for me. He's had podcasts out for a long time. His name is um Leo Skeppy. I don't know Leo if you've ever Skeppy. heard of him. I don't think so. Look him up on YouTube. And he's like, a. I think he's primarily famous from TikTok. Oh, okay. And like, he comes from the POV of harsh truths harsh realities <laughs> tough love if you will yeah um and i listened to one of his really big podcast episodes um and i think it was from either like six months or a year ago now it's not it's not a new episode by any means but he said something along the lines and i had to write it down because i thought it was like oh he's gonna you know he has no problem stirring the pot either he was saying that Respecting yourself translates into you having the ability to respect others. And if others can respect you, then others will trust you. And that just had me thinking back when I wasn't respecting myself and back when I didn't take care of myself, um, I always kind of wondered why people didn't think of me as like one of their best friends like oh. I was always someone's friend but I wasn't as like up high on the tier as I wanted it to be yeah and that kind of just reminded me that um I was just totally disrespecting my mind my body just like everything and I guess that was translating into people um I probably wasn't respecting other people and then that meant that they probably didn't trust me as like a person that they could count on and it comes down to two things yeah consistency and reliability I've thought this Mm -hmm. if because those are two traits in sobriety for me that have skyrocketed I used to be so inconsistent whether it was relationships life work emotions Mm -hmm. whatever it might be and now I feel like it's one of my strengths very consistent person like totally what you're gonna get from me and then like to parlay into that like reliability I feel like I'm super reliable now if I say I'm gonna do something I'm gonna do it if and that that's where like in friendships like consistency and reliability I think those are two things that make people respect you but it comes from respecting yourself and that's so wild because I would have never realized that I mean him saying it point blank it makes so much sense to me now Mm -hmm. but I think if I heard that even you know four years ago I I don't think it would have hit as hard as it did (laughs) I probably would have been like that doesn't make any fucking sense (laughs) um (laughs) but at the same time then I would have also been just still frustrated um with the current state of my friendships and why I felt like I wasn't you know as 
much of an importance as I wanted to be. But in reality, it was like, I was giving myself that lack of importance. It was me the whole time. Who would have thought it's, it comes down to us? Who would have thought and our decision, that we shape our own reality? <laughs> it turns out it wasn't our high school teacher that, <laughs> that was holding us back. No. Which like, granted, you know, sometimes I think about how, you know, I didn't have the best like toolbox going into my adulthood mm-hmm. for successful relationships, both friendships and non, you know, more romantic friendships or even just like family member relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't given a good, a good toolbox of how to even like show up in a good way. So um, unfortunately I had to learn those lessons the hard way <laughs> instead. And Still so happy that I did in the moment. Holy shit. It was awful. I mean, I felt so horrible about myself. Um, I basically like scared myself straight until the point of like, yeah, I got to this alcohol thing. It's just got to go for. Yeah. Indefinitely. Um, But yeah, it's just. um, I'm hoping that people understand that I guess change is possible if you want it and no matter how many years you have of being a certain thing or showing up as a certain person um I still have those same friends from third and fourth grade I just show up as a much better person now than I did in my early 20s yeah yeah no I I like that quote you'll have to send me it because I can't fathom it exactly I'm glad you explained it because I was like what (laughs) you'll have to see it in writing (laughs) he was like connecting the dots with a lot of different things and he was just being very like um strong on the whole I think you're really gonna like this episode because he's such a preacher of discipline everything comes down to self-discipline and that's what makes you attractive to others that's what makes others trust you that makes what others want to be around you all starts with your discipline with yourself and your healthy habits to put you in a good spot in the first place I'm like like I I didn't even this past five or so weeks I haven't really been digging like me as a person um but it's because like I've just been like sick I've been with the out with the knee and I'm just like Mm -hmm. it's just like I'm not me you know what I mean so And I I mean, really, I was being somewhat consistent going to the gym to even do physical therapy. But then once I got COVID, it was like three weeks of just kind of shit habits, kitchen dirty, like everything that I don't stand for was falling apart. Mm -hmm. I was like, God, like, I don't like how I feel. But just the past week being back in the gym, I'm like, oh, I can just feel the momentum. Like my energy feels better. I'm working. Did you have any like um, anxiety about returning back to the, the gym? No, no, no. I, I mean, I'm scared of my knee, like for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I work out with so many physical therapists and stuff. They kind of just tell me, Hey, like that, like they'll see me, they'll be like, no, don't do that. <laughs> or mm, <laughs> so I'm okay. kind of getting like coached in the gym by PTs. That's really nice. Super nice. Super nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad With you're feeling four minutes better. left. We have to address something. The the thing that needs to be talked about. 
Oh, what's that? Taylor Swift made an appearance in Kansas City last night. Do we know about this? Oh, like she's seeing a football player. Yeah. What do you have any take on this? It's uh it's quite the I know everyone's talking about it and I love T-Swift so much, but I would be lying if I said I cared any percentage about (laughs) American football. So I don't really know who he is. I don't really know what that whole story is, but she seemed happy in the pictures. Yeah, she seemed like she was having fun. I know there's a lot of a lot of beef about it for some reason. Yeah, I am. Um, that is definitely a trend for sure. I mean, I don't know if it's just because Travis wears like chains and earrings and stuff or what the deal is. Like, I think that's part like I think people are just like he's a corny white guy. That's kind mm. of. the. But he's not corny I'll also say <laughs> that's like what people are saying. I'm just like, OK, mm-hmm. Um. I'll say he's done a lot of good for Kansas City. So any any Swifties listening that are that are on the fence, maybe and can be convinced, I'll say Travis has done a lot of good for our community here. He's opened up uh, stuff for. So the- did they win? Yeah. Yep. Sweet. They won. Go Kansas City. Yeah, I'm not asking you to care about football. I just didn't know if you had a hot take. I was ready to debate you, basically. I I tried through college, a few years after college. Actually, no, this started in high school when I was a cheerleader. Tried to get into it. I can't do it. Yeah. I'll I'll respect y- you guys. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of care and attention that, you know, comes with both college football and NFL. Um, but I just, I'm not that girl. Has she dated an athlete before? I feel like her um, type is more like actors, right. singers. So maybe that's um, where the controversy is coming from. It's just like she's never been with. This is a new thing. An athlete is a certain type of person, you know, like you don't just totally. get NFL by being the most shy like mm-hmm. person in the world. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure this is like I I did see a TikTok of like I'm very interested to know what those two talk about. It's like what could they uh, what could they be talking about? But yeah. how many times do opposites attract? That happens all the time. I was gonna say, but it's like pretty much every date that ever happens, it's like the woman doesn't really care about foot. Like if we're going pure stereotypes here, like the guy's like, Hey, did you see the game? And she's like, ah, no, like <laughs> no. I'll watch it with you, you know. I'll show up for the apps but hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay we've hit the less than a minute mark i thought we were gonna have a fun little debate there but no strong opinion if tay is happy i'm happy that's what i'm saying who are we to tell tay who Who are we to judge yeah yeah okay yeah i don't know (laughs) maybe she'll move to kansas city and be with travis oh god She oddly loves Kansas City. I don't know if you've seen that. I didn't know. Okay, I want to say thank you before the thing ends. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Peace.